before I was training jujitsu, I was in trouble. I wasn't doing very good, doing bad things, and I started to do jujitsu and it changed my life. We'd like to present not seen before. I think you want you want everybody to smoke weed. Hey, this is Hoist Gracie, and you're listening to the Inside BJJ Podcast. It was a shroom trip. That's racist. I'm not a racist. That's racist. I'm not a racist. This is Kurt Oceaner. This is Inside BJJ Podcast. God damn it. Jiu-Jitsu sucks. God damn it. I think you want, you want everybody to smoke weed. Wow, this is so crazy. This is Anatolar Andres, and you're listening to the Inside DJJ Podcast. Are you a better person? Hey, uh, make sure you, uh, make sure you guys, the listeners out there, you guys check out AK-47 uh, MMA, man. These guys are putting together real nice stuff. Uh, fight gear, jujitsu gear, training gear, accessories, all kinds of cool, uh, you know, products they got going on. They're doing some creative things too, with like belt sizing. They do half sizes and stuff like that. Just cool things that's kind of hard to find, and um, it's pretty neat that these guys are putting it together. And they're running a promotion for Inside BJJ listeners, which I think is pretty badass. Uh, during checkout, if you go to ak-47mma.com and uh, get get all that good stuff in your cart. When you're going to check out, use the discount code inside BJJ, and you will save a cool 15%. That's pretty tight. And then um, if you uh, if you go to their shop over in Hayward, you can get the address at ak-47mma.com. Um, there's, they actually have a real showroom there. You can check it out. And uh, just mention inside BJJ when you're there, and uh, you still get the 15%. So that's real cool stuff, and you know it's really important to me that uh, we support those that support us. And these guys definitely support us. So please, uh, if you're going to get a gi, you're going to get some Muay Thai gear, you're going to get some, some some fight gear, you know, whatever it is you need. And they got a lot of cool stuff, man. You know, make sure you check them out. Go to ak-47mma.com. Also, uh, make sure you guys check out Creative Vision Printing, cvprint.net with Big Lynn. He, uh, he takes care of all of our needs. And if you're running a martial arts business and you need shit to run your business, Lynn can hook you up so you can check them out. He's taking care of a lot of fighters, too, that needed fight t-shirts. A lot of fighters, dude, like, the guy can pull banners out of his ass. It's like, I need a banner. Boom! Here's one. (laughs) Actually, he designed a really cool t-shirt for Crazy Train. You should have told me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man, he he does a real good job. Um, What else we got? Roots and Buds. Uh, check those folks out on Instagram. They uh, are high-quality makers of fine cannabis products. They are from Southern California, big time into the CBD and also THC market uh, because most people like both. Whenever anybody goes like, hey, man, are you into the CBDs? It's like undercover for saying, do you smoke pot? Are you into a code word. Are you into CBDs? Uh, but these guys, uh, they you do- got any, man? <laughs> got any? You holding? Uh, hey, man, you in the CBDs? So make sure you check these guys out, uh, Roots and Buds, on Instagram. They will uh, they'll hook you up. You know what else? If, if I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, if you were going to go on, um, if you're going to go on Amazon, buy, <laughs> you're going to go on Amazon and buy something. Are we on? Yeah. We're fucking on? Yeah. I can't hear myself. I can't hear myself. It's really 
I can't hear my mic. I hear you. You guys hear me? Just keep going. What was I saying? Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. If you go to Amazon, you're going to get something for yourself. You really ought to go to InsideDJJ.com and click on their in, in, um, Amazon link first. Because, you know, when you're in church, right? You've ever been to church and, and you're getting blessed by the service and you're hearing good things. And, and they pass a thing called the plate by you. Right. And you could be the type of person that passes that plate right on by or you can throw something in the plate. So if, if you go to Amazon and you click on the click-through link and buy your shit, we get a kickback from it. And that's you putting your money in the motherfucking That's plate. right. That's right. <laughs> you still, can you get your headphones back on? They're back on. Okay, sorry about that. Have you ever passed the plate and not put money in it? I have. You no, know, I'll like ha- I'll bring in it's like right. two bucks or something just because I know. Just I'm you want to be seen. You all, they just have to see the hand movement. You could fold up a piece of paper and throw it in. Just right, like, I owe you note. Yeah, and I owe you. Yeah, I just wrote one that said, "I love you, Jesus." <laughs> God pays my bills, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, so make sure you check us out. Thanks for your support. So we got uh, Phil Baroni in studio. Congratulations, Phil! I forgot we were on a podcast. Fresh, <laughs> fresh off of your victory at King of the Cage, right last yeah. weekend. Um, I heard that I heard it was a little bit of a debacle. I heard that uh, there were some people that um, maybe weren't on the Phil Baroni, uh, aren't oh, in the man. Phil Baroni lot, fan club. A lot of love out there in uh, San Diego. <laughs> a lot of love. I just not. I'm over in San Diego. Are you big time in San Diego? <laughs> San Diego loves me. At what point did you realize that maybe maybe this group wasn't on your side? Walking out. <laughs> I was walking out. Before that, though, you thought you were down, huh? I thought, I thought everyone was there for me. You I thought, thought you were over? <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I was the star of the show. I didn't know I was the heel. They brought me in to get beat. That's what they thought. So uh, I, wa- I watched that fight. There's, you know, the video footage I saw was the stuff that you had reposted on Twitter. Uh-huh. And, uh, man, I mean... I don't know what people are complaining about. You kind of had to be there. It was a rough crowd. They were yeah. really for this guy. Yeah. They were really, really drunk on top of and that. And they really did. thought he was going to win. Was, yeah, they believed he was going to win. They he thought he was definitely still, going to win. Yeah, they were all in. Like, they were all in. Did he believe he was going to win? Yes, I he believe so. He believed he was going to win yeah. by knockout. I, I believe he thought he, he came to fight. You know, yeah. he, came, fight. he came to fight. He didn't so, even get a, a punch off. As far fast, as I can see, did he fast. land a punch? No. He, you just, Phil just, feels like, you know what Phil is, dude? Phil is, um, yeah, he, uh, Phil is the only fighter, uh, who's fought in the UFC Pride, 1FC, Dream, Strike Force, Bellator, and King of the Cage. That's a lot of motherfuckers. That's places. fucking crazy. <laughs> and you've been on the Inside BJJ podcast. And I've been on his Inside oh BJJ podcast. Holy Two shit. times. And. Two fucking hey, times. You also pro wrestle, man. And I'm a pro wrestler. Fuck. God damn, Phil. That's a, that's very impressive. <laughs> Actually, you know, it, it really and, is. And, and, and I, wrestled one for, more th- I wrestled for Anoki in Japan. I should put that on there. One more thing to that resume, you're about to be a bare-knuckle champion. Nice. Dude, that's impressive. Bare-knuckle boxing. So when I was watching the fight, as far as I could see, this this guy, he he didn't give a punch off. He didn't get one punch. No. He didn't get one swing. Did I did I not see that right? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't see saw that right. Feels like the Ferrari... That's parked in the garage, and you don't fucking think it runs, but it actually does run. Yeah, dude. It's, a little, it's a little fucking dusty. It's, it's, like, dusty. it's a little put dusty. Some, put some gas in the bitch. It's like, you're yeah. like, oh, I don't She's know. Gotta gas it up. But you put the fucking right octane in that thing, <laughs> and it's on like Donkey Kong, dude. Yeah. No, it was really impressive. And did you like the way you took mount? When you took the mount and you were draining the strikes down, 
I just had a flashback to, to the last time we trained on like Wednesday or Thursday before that. And you were kind of going for the same positions. And I was like, yeah, but we were just doing jujitsu. You right. weren't striking. And I had the thought in my head, like, God damn, it feels throwing punches right now. Like I'm, I'm out or I'm tapping or I'm fucking like, you know, trying to throw some salt in his eyes or something. <laughs> you fucking did it to this guy. And it, I mean, the way I saw it, uh, if fighter safety, I know everyone wants to win, but man, if you're taking shots to the head over and over and you're not doing anything, he about went out, it, he, he went out. It was early in the round. How was he going to survive that whole he, round? He, he went out for a yeah. second. You know what I mean? And, yeah. then, and then he woke back up. You punched him out and punched him back. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I, I mean, I was, I was going to start dropping the bows then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, next was the elbows and I would open them up and been ugly. Yeah. He says I should have did it, but. Well, I'm I mean, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm the well, devious. You, uh, finally, he, he finally, I am a, I am an evil manager for a guy who Jim, can wreak havoc on other people. Jim Cornette, <laughs> real Jim Cornette. So, uh, so after after the fight, it's cool that we talk about this, right? Yeah, these yeah. people went ape shit. Right? Were they were they throwing trash into the ring? Was yeah, it was beer. it like an NWO? Yeah, it was. kind of scenario. Really Wolfpack, some NWO shit. I, I heard you were making. I gave a good promo. I got a good, there was so, there was some before the fight on 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 the way out. They they they, they were ruthless. Mm-hmm. I have the uh, have the audio. Ruthless, just just being assholes. One guy, I mean, was I thought he was way out of line. He was telling Mister Maroney. To perform oral copulation on him. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, These people hated you so much; it was crazy. They're just going crazy. They right? did my job. They're going crazy. Uh, it's like everyone. I, I this want to hear it real quick. Let's see yeah, let me see. <laughs> this is before I made my entrance. This is before your match. Yeah, you Wagler. Yeah, I, I went to kill him, and I had to hold me back because I couldn't wow. take it anymore. Yeah. Holy, yeah, I saw, I saw that. I didn't realize that was before your fight. That was before that's I walked out. That's how crazy it was. I thought it was before after. I walked out. And then that's when you realize, like, oh shit, I'm not. I'm in a real fight. I'm heels. not the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the face. I'm the heel. God damn it! I thought I was the face. And, and you know what? There was some like, there were some gangsters in the audience too yeah. that were with him. They're just these guys you look at like that guy. They not- thought he was going to win. They, they really thought, you know, they, 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 I've, I've been off for a while. I lost my last fight, and they thought he was going to come in here and stop me. They yeah. thought, they thought, uh, you know, they thought Rocky, Rocky is real life, but that's what shit's only in the movies. You God can't, you can't beat somebody like me. Yeah, you know, it's a different caliber of athlete. Well, you're you're, you're the real Rocky. That's why. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm so, the I'm the Drago to that motherfucker. There you go. <laughs> you were. <laughs> See, I wanted to get on the microphone and say, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you need to start doing is bringing a megaphone to the uh, <laughs> I told oh you like, before. Like Jimmy the Mouth of the yeah, <laughs> Yes. You could really you need to do people. that, what? bro. I mean, you okay, need to do it. What if I'm just screaming and yelling and yelling? Doesn't that, is that, number one, is that legal to do in the, for your corner to do in the fight? Constantly yelling that they can't warn you or. I, no I don't know. Against it. Well, you could try. <laughs> Spring it. Don't don't get on it till like midway start, through like, the fight. If it starts irritating them. <laughs> Come on, baby. That's it, baby. Just start yelling. <laughs> we, dude, you got to do it, man. Pound them out. And I'll, them out. I'll, what I'll do is I'll sit in the front row, and if they confiscate yours, I'll have a backup that I'll slide <laughs> over to you, and you'll bust it back out again. That'd <laughs> next be, round. Next that'd round. Be great, dude. <laughs> 
Um, so, so they're throw. So, okay, so you, you punch this guy out. You realize it's a hostile crowd. They're going. He goes full. I realize pro wrestling. On my walkout, I realize on my walkout it was a hostile. Well, these guys are fucking screaming at you. <laughs> you get out there. I got a little nervous. He's a big hostile crowd. No shit. Yeah, I, I looked at the corner and I'm, the guys in the corner, Coleman and the other guy that was helping us out with the cuts. I'm like, bro, we might be fighting tonight. Tell him. Tell. Okay. <laughs> okay now, before this, before before this. Tell him about the mouthpiece. The mouthpiece. So the now, mouthpiece. before this happened, I so still can't, way find, before I still this can't find the mouthpiece. Here. So he, he, he went there, and the, the special mouthpiece you had, for some reason, was in his bag. I couldn't. I, I it's, was, a, it's, it's an awesome it's, it's an awesome mouthpiece. Uh-huh. Unbreakable mouthpiece. Custom mouthpiece. Unbreakable. I'm, I was still at the house here in, in Lodi, and I'm looking for it. I can't find I it. I lost it, yeah. So on the way there, I stop at Target it. and grab a mouthpiece. Oh, yeah. He hates the mouthpiece. Only right? the best. So, a Target fucking well, mouthpiece. This is Target. Jesus Christ. I know, but they couldn't even go to Dick's Sporting Goods? We, we, we couldn't <laughs> yeah, even go to Big Five? You get to fucking Target? I was fucking pissed. <laughs> so he was pissed, right? And then So they were getting a mouthpiece. They, they brought him a bunch of mouthpieces. They all suck. Basically, they're all the same, They're bro. all from fucking Target. They're Boil, all the same. Boil and bite, right? So the yeah. one we had worked on all day, we were getting boiled water sent up to our room. And yeah, we were course, driving this, the, tell them how much it cost. It was like, it ended up being like 15 bucks uh, for each thing they brought us. We had 20 bottles of water brought up. 20 bottles of co- coffee water. Yeah, coffee oh, water. They were charging us. So hot coffee, they were charging tea us water. They were 15 charging, bucks. They were charging you yeah, for it? Yeah, fuck it. I need the mouthpiece. But, 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 but were you staying at the same place where the fight was? Yeah. yeah so yeah. you're fighting on the card. Yeah. You're one of the. You're the in the main event. They don't give a fuck, and they're charging you for no. hot water. They didn't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. They didn't Holy give a fuck. That, that was not. A, that's not Vegas, man. Yeah, they were like they were. <laughs> they were yeah. not giving a fuck. Wow, wow. Okay, so, so okay, so we work on one all fucking day, and finally he molds it. And he's like, "This is the one." I like. It's okay. This one. I finally got it. It will stay in my mouth a little bit. I'm saying I, I need the fucking thing to stay in my mouth. Right. I can't be biting down the whole time. Right. Right. Like it wouldn't even stay in my it mouth. It needs to fit. Yeah. Yeah. So it stayed a little bit. I was like, yeah. "Fuck it," and I, and then uh, so so. No, took, how long so we get it out there. It costs me about 150 bucks <laughs> in water. It costs more than your custom one. Yeah. <laughs> custom one's free. It was me, Mark Coleman, and a cut, man. He gives the mouthpiece to Mark Coleman. For some reason, you gave it back to him, and you went into the ring. And yeah, you... I always put the mouthpiece in my, in my fuck. I always put my yeah. mouthpiece in my pants. And, and yeah, in the front, For some yeah. fucking reason, I handed it to Coleman. And you said, give it back to me. And then, so what, I don't know what happened to it between that transition but it disappears. Oh, shit. And it's already a hostile crowd. Right. And I have and so no mouthpiece. He has no mouthpiece. And he's like, fuck it. He's going to fight anyways. The ref realizes he has no mouthpiece. The great uh, Cecil Peoples. Uh-oh. And, he's um, always on top of it. Yeah. And so he's like, you know, you got to have a mouthpiece. And then finally he says you got two minutes to get a mouthpiece. So the fight's, fight's over. fight's over. And the crowd's like, stupid baroni. You piece of shit. Yeah. I have a fucking mouth. And, and so... And it still goes into heel mode, psychology, and he tells them to quiet down, <laughs> which made them go louder. <laughs> you know how that quiet, works? Quiet, yeah. quiet, yeah. quiet. And then yeah. I'll tell them, shush, yeah. shush. So uh, Mike Lowe, the promoter, is running, and he says, I could get a mouthpiece. So he basically gets a mouthpiece that's in a, that's art, has never been opened, oh, rips shit. it out, and throws it to you. He's so, like, fuck it. Throws it in his mouth. So not even a boiling bite. Yeah. At this point, it's just a bite. Just, <laughs> just a bite. Put it and, in. And, but listen, we, we spent... That, that that day, the whole 12 hours, where I should have been sleeping, trying to get the fucking mouthpiece right. You know oh, what I mean? You're really irritated. Very important. You're really irritated. But it made, I was really pissed. You're getting really pissed. I was supposed to sleep and relax and rest all day. And, and I not was stress. fucking cursing. And not stress. Going fucking crazy, cursing everybody out. 
causing a fuck going and then, on. Then you, then Coleman, and then Coleman made me fucking you. shave my beard yeah. off. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> this was so funny because they were screaming at each other. So all I had was a fucking razor. I had to shave my fucking. Why did he make you shave your beard? So it would look better if you went old school, Phil Baroni goatee. Oh yeah. He told yeah, me yeah. to go war tea. Fuck it, Baroni. And so he's like, you got to get it here. Like, I wish I would have recorded this. He's like, Phil, you got to get it over here. You missed the spot. Right there. Oh, right there. Oh, and Phil finally goes, Phil finally goes, fuck you, Coleman. I know how to shave. I've been <laughs> fucking doing it for all my life. <laughs> like a couple of East Coast guys fighting over some windows. No, right there, right there, right there. Like screaming back and forth. Screaming back and forth. And finally he gets home. You know, he's shaved. But I think he was, you were rattled and kind of pissed off. And he went out there like, and like you're, oh when the God. bell rang, you were just ready to fuck this guy It's up. like a comedy of errors. Yeah. No, nobody was going to beat me. I was going to fucking, I wanted to kill somebody so you, the whole fucking time. So you mow this Coleman guy over. so fucking crazy. You mow this guy over and the crowd starts throwing shit in the ring, right? Yeah. It, it, like, like, are we talking like bottles and hands, hands whatever? So it is. At what point do you, either of you, start worrying about your safety? Well, I would got to the center and was like, was like trying to like look to see what was coming, you know, and duck my head. Because yeah. he didn't want like some hard object coming right, out of his face. Right, 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 How fun was that, though? It was pretty fun. Yeah. It was like a WWE moment. Right? Like NWO. Let's hear the crowd. I want to see if you guys hear the crowd when, when this, is, this is when I'm getting. Uh, oh, yeah, when getting the mouthpiece? No, I'm getting announced. <laughs> That's Cecil Peoples telling the fans, fuck you. That's, that's Master Cecil. <laughs> Holy shit. So the, the fans were first getting on Cecil, right? Because they, they, I guess they, they felt Cecil. it was a bad stoppage. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Listen again. Though. Watch, watch, watch Cecil. God damn, dude. Listen. Listen. Oh, he said fuck yeah. you back. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, <laughs> then he said you, you didn't get it on that, but then he said, get this case in. Get up in here, motherfucker. <laughs> so somebody said, fuck you, Cecil. And he said, fuck you. <laughs> That's great. So oh, man, that was the greatest do, fucking fight. Do, do you guys life. have to get escorted out of the cage? The police eventually. Come oh, I didn't get the fucking party afterwards, right? We weren't allowed downstairs, though. It was, yeah, we got. First of all, we got stuck down. in a room for a I while. I just smoked weed and stayed in my room. Yeah, I should have fucking went. Down. You got to, you got to kill that. It's running. Oh, this is what happened. I'll say we were stuck in a room in the fighters' room, the blue room, kill for your, a while. Kill your phone, us, Phil. Yeah, they didn't want us to leave. Yeah, and they had, they actually had people staying in front of the rail so people couldn't come back there. Right, right, right. And so we were stuck there for a while, for a long time. Uh-huh. And then by the time we could go, I was talking to someone on the phone. <laughs> I thought you might kill that. <laughs> and him and um, Coleman left, and I realized they were gone. I didn't, I didn't realize they left the room. Yeah, I was, oh, we can leave now. But then when I leave, I'm by myself, and I see Lagler and his whole crew in the uh-huh. bar. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Fuck. And then I don't have the hotel key. Of course you And these, these hotel people are hardcore. They won't give you a fucking key oh, unless yeah. he would have to come, <laughs> right. go downstairs, and meet me. To make it worse, my phone just dies. Uh-huh. So I can't get a, a hold of him or Mark. My phone's dead, and all the Lagler's dudes are out there partying. Yeah. The, the one that was scratching Mark Coleman was there. Everybody. I'm like, fuck, man. So I go to the hotel desk, and I tell them I'm Phil Baroni. Uh-huh. 
and I just fought tonight, and I lost my um, yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> I lost my key. And she was like, you don't have ID? I go, no, it's in my room. It's in my room. I go, look, you got to get me in my room. You know, I just fought. She's like, I'm not supposed to do this. Yeah. And she's sitting there. I go, well, look, I just fought. Come on. I was in the main event. I'm the <laughs> and she goes, well, I'm going to talk to my manager. Uh-huh. And, no, she was, my manager's going to escort you. I'm like, fuck, what if he knows who yeah, Phil Baroni right, is? Right, right, right. <laughs> and he sees me. He's going to call the fucking cops. This guy's trying to impersonate I'm, Phil I'm Baroni. Phil's cousin, Matt Baroni. So he comes out there, and then he's like, hey, Phil. I go, he goes, I understood you fought. So I go, yeah, I did. And it was a pretty easy fight. I'm trying to get back to my room. So, I, so then I knew right then he didn't know who, yeah, yeah, who yeah. Phil was. And I'm talking to him about fighting and shit. And he, he took you back to the room? Yeah. That's, that's hilarious, dude. Tell him, tell, him, tell, him, tell him when you showed him. He he showed you that he had the mouthpiece. He's like, "Hey man, we found oh, this." So check, no, we check this out. They did find it. They found the mouthpiece after the fight. Are you after kidding? Yeah. Oh my. Where was it? Under the under the fucking oh my god cage. Coleman threw it under the cage to fuck with he just, you. He just pissed you off. Fuck you. He rolled it under the cage. <laughs> Nuts. Wow. So so you guys got escorted out. Didn't uh, I heard I heard there was an incident like uh, somebody you thought somebody was talking shit about me and you were gonna beat him up or something like that. What was that? Oh yeah. Some dude in a fucking locker room, I think, before the fight. Tell me that story. Was in a locker room? So the dude was actually an inside BJJ fan, uh-huh. a podcast fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and so that's why I let him back there. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about the show, not really, like, the, the show bits, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Know? And he's like, oh, Tim, you know, you're right, man. Like, whatever. Tim, he's a, what, I can't remember what he said. I think he said he was a dork. And then you thought he was, you just kind of, I guess you didn't quite get what he was saying. I don't know what he was saying. He, and he goes, and he what? Shit. And you're like, what? That's my jujitsu coach. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, no, man. He's just talking about the show. <laughs> like, you should have, you should have, like, mounted him and punched him right there. And I was ready to. You were ready to, huh? That's great. What a fantastic weekend that must have been. It sounds amazing, dude. <laughs> sounds awesome. But the, the reason why I killed him like that and just mowed him down and wrestled him and pounded him out was because yeah. he had no mouthpiece. You had gonna, you had to get it over yeah, with. Yeah, I was gonna box him. Yeah, you didn't want to fuck around. No. Right? God damn, that's awesome, dude. With no mouthpiece, you're ready to go kill this guy. Damn. That's the that's the ticket. Stress him out, get him you get you all pissed off. And then by the time you go out there, you're ready to kill the guy and you're super fucking angry. That's what Tacoma did to me every time in Japan. <laughs> I realized wow. that whenever I try and relax and do what everybody else does and normal shit, be calm and, 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 and sleep or whatever. Yeah. I don't do as good, but when I'm fucking going nuts, you do good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm fucking crazy. That's awesome. Hey, Coleman's good for that, right? Yeah, yeah right. Fuck out of right. Mind. Let's um. We... And I can't beat him up still. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's still so goddamn big. Yeah, he's still strong. Um, we're gonna we gotta talk to Big Lawn in like five minutes and take a quick break. We'll be right back with uh more inside BJJ with Big Lawn, Big MF, and the one and only New York badass Phil Baroni. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. Ladies and gentlemen, Reverend Framar. You've been coming to all the services. You've been enjoying all of the fabulous preaching and the singing and the worship. But at the end of a service, they pass something around. It's a plate. And you motherfuckers ain't put a goddamn motherfucking thing inside that motherfucking plate. For shame. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put my sanctified shoe up your motherfucking asshole, motherfucker. We got something called $1.99. You can subscribe and listen to all the shows. You coming every week. You listening to everything. But you ain't putting nothing in, motherfucker. You want your life to be blessed. 
Yes. Yes. All you got to do is subscribe to the podcast for a dollar nine nine. And the load will change your motherfucking life, motherfucker. You know what the fuck I'm trying to tell you? Preach it. Preach it. Go to www.insidebjj.com slash premium to give us your gift of support. Big Lawn. What up, what up? Hey, so we'd like to welcome Big Lawn to the Inside BJJ podcast. Big Lawn is doing a tournament called the High Rollers Tournament, and it's taking place inside of a cannabis club. And when I first saw this, I, I was so happy. I, and and I, I immediately sent Big Lawn a message, and I'm like, dude, what's up, man? We got to talk, man. So it's great to have you on, man. Thank you, man. Pleasure to be here. So uh, tell us about, like, where did this idea come from? Because I know that a lot of people who do jiu-jitsu use cannabis re- uh, regularly, right? And a lot of guys come in and train that way, you know. That's the only way I can do jiu-jitsu. <laughs> so, Listen, I, can't, I can't do I'm, jiu-jitsu any other way. Cannot do it any other way, man. My first tournament I did was uh, World. And, like, I went in there, like, my first two matches, I was high as hell. You know what I mean? I was good. I blew through, man. The finals, though, like, I made it to the finals. And, like, I was sober, man, and shit just wasn't working right. I was like, yo, (laughs) something ain't right, man. So then uh, after that, like, every time I train, you know what I mean, I smoke, I roll. And, like, I was so relaxed that everything was it. I could catch on, you know what I mean? I could do moves a lot better, transition, pass guard. It was just, it was just like it was. It was more of a, a natural, you know what I mean? Like some Dragon Ball, some Ultra Instinct type shit going yeah. on. And that was, you know what I mean? But uh, that was it. And then, like, I, every time I did a tournament, I noticed, like, if I smoked, I either got gold or I was on the podium. If I didn't smoke, then I was still on the podium. I just wasn't out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what do you think what? are some of the misconceptions that people have about it? Because I've, I've, I, I know a lot of people that, that train – you know, while they're high. And then I know a lot of people who think it's bad, like, oh, man, that's bad. That's, that's dangerous. But I, I never felt like it was dangerous. I never felt like anyone was in danger. But w- what do you think are some of the misconceptions about it? I think people misconceive that, like, make you tired and lazy and, you know what I'm saying, and make you, like, yeah. uh, like move and dumb or something. Like, it's actually the exact fucking opposite. Well, that's why I do it, it dog, to be that way. Up. To be lazy. You want to be lazy? Yeah, yeah. no, I'm just relax. <laughs> Recover. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's just, uh, and it, 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 honestly, for me, I don't know about everybody else. Like, I don't know if I reached, like, some mental barrier I broke or something, but if I get high, I feel like my endurance just goes up. You know what I'm saying? I don't overburn my muscles trying to, like, sweep somebody or, or, um, or defend a guard pass or something like that. It's just kind of like I, I can. Yeah, I, I got my time together. I'm smooth. I think I think you know jujitsu is one of those things where you have to use a lot of your senses um, to kind of feel and understand what your opponent's doing and what you should do. And I I think when people use cannabis and they train, it actually kind of heightens that awareness. And so. Exactly. You kind of know exactly. when, when one thing's ending and the next thing's beginning. You're like, ah, I got to switch to something else, and you just kind of do it. And maybe when you're not that way, you, you wait a little bit longer. You know what I mean? And you burn out a little bit more. I've noticed things like that. Yeah, I feel like you force it a lot more. Yeah, absolutely. You know like, you'll, you'll go for it, you'll force it, then 
know what I mean? He could probably feel you forcing him to touch your ass. I'm different. I feel like I hate wrestling. I've been wrestling my whole life. Wrestling sucks. But when I smoke cannabis, I'm like, ah, I'll go wrestle. It's not that bad. Then you want to do it, right? I've been wrestling my whole life. You know what I mean? Uh, then, yeah, then yeah. I, now I like to wrestle, and, then you, and when you, and you think about it, hey, think about I'm it, telling you, man, that's how it works, man. Open your mind. Uh, hey, it's telling you, man, it's awesome, man. You get high, you like, wait, let's do this, all right? Come <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, I, sometimes I think that's how like the Barambolo was invented. Like certain techniques like that, I'm like, somebody was high and they were training, and they thought, let me just spin under here and try to scoop under here and see what happens, and. Man, that is the only way half the jujitsu shit was invented. Somebody was high and was like, "Let me try this shit." Man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so we got the High Rollers tournament. It's coming up June tenth, and uh, it is a jujitsu sub only gi tournament with EBI rules, and it's taking place at the Nexus Social Lounge, Los Angeles, California. It's uh, it's going to be streamed uh, live on Be Real TV. Man, you got some great stuff going. Official event MC Hanato Laranja. You got a meet and greet with you know our own the two hundred nine's own Nick Diaz. You got um, the featured match is uh, Georgie. I can't pronounce Georgie's last name very well. Versus uh, J- Jeff Glover, <laughs> <laughs> Georgie Karek Karekahanyan, <laughs> and uh, Eddie Bravo is the feature match referee. DJ Bonix is doing the music. What a nice setup, man. Hey. Can, can I and and can I and we just got Vice just picked it up. Vice TV, they're going through a whole episode on it. Oh, nice man! So it's going to be on Vice as well. Lon, that's fucking fantastic, dude. Are you kidding? That's awesome. Yeah, man, it's dope. I'm happy. What are you going to say, Phil? Oh, I, I wanted to ask you why are you doing the EBI rolls. Just curious. Uh, just kind of honestly, it's kind of like a a little salute. To, to Eddie Bravo for his, you know what I mean, for his yeah. smoking and, and rolling the eight though. Like, I, I pay attention. I know he's like a no geek guy, and I'm a geek guy. I'm like, man, those, those, those rules are whack. Those are the whack ass rules. Those are the dumbest rules. <laughs> you don't like the rules? You don't Hell like EBI no. rules? Stupid ass rules, dude. What do you I, th- listen? There's no wrestling. There's there's no grappling if there's no takedown. So the overtime should be decided by a takedown. If you can't wrestle, you suck. What you, if, you, what, you you ain't submitting anybody anyway. What if you, what if what if they gave you the gotta option? wrestle? Like what if it worked like this? Well, th- yeah, but takedown, takedown wins because there's no grappling Look, hold in, on. in the world without Phil. a takedown. There's no Phil, grappling. Hear me out, Phil. Just walk Phil, around the I'm from I'm from Pittsburgh, Phil. I'm a Midwestern boy, so you know I grew up straight wrestling. Yeah, you know what man. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So my initial, my, I have a partner on this. Shout out to my partner, Mighty Matt. You know what I mean? And, uh, okay. So we, uh, my whole thing was, you know what I mean? If we go into overtime, first person get that takedown. Yeah, that's it, that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. That that that's it. That, 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 was, that was my thing, man. But I got a partner, and I let him. You know what I mean? We work our way. Okay, he pick but, 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 but I just think from now on, really, EBI or whatever should change it. Because I, I, I wrestled this dude Agazam or something. He was supposed to be a wrestler. In in in, in uh, AJ AJ Agazam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be a wrestler. Yeah, I, yeah. I smashed yeah. him. I took him down like eight times. I, you know, I, I roughed him up, beat him up, and then he started on my back. It makes absolutely no sense. And then I started the on ball. What? what you know, if someone can never Man. get to your back, if someone can never, ever get to your back, well, why would you start there? 
No, so well, why okay, would yeah. you start there with a guy Listen, in your back? The dude never got near my back. I took him down. And okay. Why does he start on my back? That's the stupidest thing. I, I understand what you're saying. I should have started with a can opener on him. Listen, listen, though. Here's the <laughs> thing, though. <laughs> right? I should have started with a can opener on his ass. I, I, I feel what you're saying. I do. Because there is a point of it. Like, okay, I competed in Utah last week. I'm the best I grappler had... there is. And nobody gets my back. I don't practice fucking holding get my back shit. I, and I never, never get there. In that match, the guy never took my back. He never came close to getting yeah. behind me. But they started him on my back. So dumb. What, okay. what does that mean? That's but here, here's why. It's retarded. That's it. If you're the competitor. Right, but listen, for the spectator watching, it's takedown, takedown, no, takedown. No. There's no there's n- take not down. a sub. There's no sub. Takedown. Take so if down. you take me down, I just it's go, a, oh, big deal. That, yeah, yeah, sit I, down. I, yeah, you suck. He put me on my back. Yeah. <laughs> but, look, but look, from a fan, I think it means you suck. I from think a, it means no, you man. suck. That's from a spectator standpoint, they want to see people tap. They want to see a choke or a lock. That's what they want to see. If you can't do it, they got to fucking wrestle it out. I don't know. But but let me ask you this, man. You're doing EBI rules in the gi, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so so far, I I personally only know of one other tournament. The Sacramento Pro Tour did it. They did EBI rules with the gi on. And what trips you out is the back position is crazy, crazy difficult with the callers. Because you think Hell you're yeah. out, and there's all these fucking chokes that can take place on the way out. Yeah, it's it's pretty fascinating, dude. I, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, it's good exactly. with the gi. I figured it was a little bit more tricky it's and good sneaky for, it's that good, way. It's good for the gi because that's more technical. Yeah. But but not but it's stupid. It's it's stupid. No way, with man. No gi. It makes absolutely so. no sense. I think it does. No better way. than points. It's better than points. Takedown. Take <laughs> you just want to have a takedown contest. Yeah, it's way better. If you can't, love, listen, if you're the, this is why. If you're the wrestler, like me, you're the Hammer House, two-time All-American wrestler, and, and, and you're smashing on this, this jiu-jitsu black belt guy, you're just smashing him, why should he start on your back? Just take down. Hey, why should he start on my back? Get away from me. But if you can't tap him in regulation... You can't tap shit either. I know, but that's how they run it. You both get a chance. Take down. Yeah. <laughs> so long. I'm gonna figure something it out. Be, it can I'm be done. You can tweak it. You can tweak it any way you want. Uh, yeah. You, you, you should. You hey. should change the rules. Okay, you I should change it. the rules and 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 say. I got an special idea. match. Special match. Let, let me run this by you guys. Here's the idea. This is what you do. If it goes to overtime, we bring Phil Baroni out onto the stage. And then Phil has to try to take down the competitors. And if Phil takes you down, you're out. I'll take everybody down. They don't even do takedowns against each other. They have to do them against whoever, you. Whoever survives the longest. Wins. Yeah, you're the designated OT wrestler, right? You come I in. Want, I don't want to do that. You're the level no. boss. <laughs> what about what about rematch? AJ Agazari and Phil Baroni with the modified rules. No gi. You can't no put a gi. gi on it. Yeah. No gi under Big Lawn's banner. <laughs> there you go. Uh, if we get them, if we get that them to again, fuck it. I'm doing combat jujitsu with them too. Oh <laughs> yeah, combat jujitsu. You and AJ. I would kill everybody. In there you go. Bro. I'm trying. I've actually. I'm trying to get you. <laughs> Look, I've already. I've. I've already talked to Eddie about getting you into combat jujitsu. They don't want me in now. I would run that. Dude, I, I think we now. need to make a push everybody. for it. We need to make a push for it. Yeah. I don't think you're a real black belt unless they don't Phil, want unless Phil Maroney's been in your guard slapping you. <laughs> slapping we'll see. Like, then we really want to see your black belt skills. Yeah. So, Lon, uh, dude, this is an awesome setup, man. I want to I wanna be clear, though, with our, our listeners. If, if you go to this tournament, you got to be 18-plus with a rec, or you got to be 21-plus with an ID, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just so, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. a lot of dispensaries are, you know, dispensaries and things like that. We want to make sure we are legit as possible and nobody getting in no shit in trouble. Yeah, you... And, go ahead, sir. Oh, no, what you going to say? Go ahead. I say, like, you don't want... You're not trying to, like, fuck with anyone's business, you know? Like, you want to have a great time. Hell no. Yeah, so, like, if you're going to show up... Follow the fucking rules. Like, bring your ID. Don't have it expired. Or, like, don't do some bullshit. Well, you just eliminated mad. the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. Stopped it. I'm coming. <laughs> How, who's checking your ID? Yeah, I, I have I a good know. fake ID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to just, just start something that I feel both worlds been missing. As far as the uh, the cannabis world, like, I, I, like, the people on the outside looking in, I just want to show them, like, you know what I mean? Stoners ain't no lazy motherfuckers. Like, we're actors, stoners. Like, if you pay attention, like, Man, my thing like you and drinking Misconceptions about it. it, and it's important. I always feel like everyone should have their own personal freedom. I'm not telling people what to do, but at the same time, if there's something you like, like cannabis, and it still has a weird connotation for some people for whatever reason, then I feel like I'm gonna try to like be as responsible as I can with it. So that way, it kind of breaks that fucking myth and the stereotype and the bullshit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's awesome, man, that you're Phil's, running this. Phil, you like, you like the idea of being a responsible? Yeah, yeah. Phil's. Uh, <laughs> when I see Phil, I always think responsible. Yeah. That's the first thing I yeah. think of. <laughs> I'm gonna smoke with Phil. I'm gonna smoke with Phil. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Phil his uh, cannabis black belt. There you go. Nice. I don't know, man. I think you might already have that. <laughs> I don't know. If Phil can smoke if Phil can smoke a half ounce joint by itself of uh some Khalifa Kush, then he got it already. So uh hey, I wanna ask you real quick, the tournament format, um it should be the main event. Can you just sign up and like basically you're in or how's how it work? Bro, it's that's how does that work? It's on the it's on the event right, you register, you click. It's a 16-man bracket. Each each uh, belt is blue belt through black. So blue belt, 16-man, purple, 16, brown, black. You know what I'm saying? All the way. And then uh, it's absolute, too. So right, you don't got to worry about weighing in or some shit. And then uh, also it's uh, blah, blah, blah. What else is there? So, so, so are you saying that, like, if I wanted to do the tournament, I could just sign up for it and I would be in? Yeah, just sign up. Holy shit. That's yeah, tight. first come, first sign up. My blue belt division is crazy now, I'm telling you. That's crazy. It's some, it's some motherfuckers in that blue belt. Joe Schilling's ass is up in there. Um, I think uh, Crazy Horse is up in there. Crazy Horse is a blue belt? Charles Bennett is a blue belt? He's doing it. Okay, yeah. okay now, do you have to... Do you have to get high before you compete? Is that like part of the game? Do you With guys like you, you guys put them in like a little phone booth and you just smoke them oh. out for like three minutes and you throw them out there? Damn. It is the high rollers tournament, man. You cannot step on that mat if you ain't puffed that thing. <laughs> I'm highly intrigued by this, man. Crazy horses, Nagi. 
Yeah, crazy horse. He's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he'll put on anything. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm trying to get it with those glasses, too. <laughs> this is this is going to be the the most unique, original, uh, jujitsu production that that I've I've seen that I've been part of that I've ever like. This is awesome, man. I think it's a fucking outstanding one. I think you, I think you're onto something really really great, dude. <laughs> Thanks, man. Man, like I said, me and my partner Matt, man, we we've been uh, well, Matt, like I come up with all the crazy ass ideas and shit, and my man Matt, he's behind the scenes, like making sure we get everything together and shit. We're like a yin yang, you know what I mean? He stresses out, and I'm just high, laid back, and cool and shit. So it works perfectly. Wow, wow, that's that's outstanding, man. So, uh, dude, um, how'd you get into jujitsu, Lon? Tell me about yourself a little bit, man. Nick and Nate Diaz, man. That's, that's as simple as it gets. I was watching, um, a, um, I'm a huge fan of uh, Nick and Nate Diaz. My cousin, Sledger, and he's a uh, women's producer, makes all this decent shit. So we've been watching, like, Pride, um, everything for years, you know what I'm saying? And then he was turn, he was showing me Nick and Nate a while ago, and so I just started keeping up with him. And then once he, uh, I think Nick was about to fight, it was, if it wasn't BJ Penn, it may have been, like, Condit, and they were doing the, um, one of those lead-up shows, and he was talking about how he was a true martial artist. And I was just kind of like, what the fuck is he talking about a true martial artist? And he was like, you know what I mean? Caesar Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, this and that. And from there, it was like, all right, Nick Diaz doing Jiu-Jitsu, so I need to figure out where the fuck I can do Jiu-Jitsu. So I started looking it up and ended up finding about Henzo Gracie. And dear Lord, once I started reading up on that wild man, it was downhill from there, and I ended up having to be at school in Pittsburgh. Enzo Gracie affiliation. My teacher, Warren Stout, he's a D1 wrestler. And back in the day, they actually was looking for somebody to come to Brazil and teach the Gracie's wrestling. And he was one of the ones who went down there, moved with him, came back, Damn. was up in the main academy, got his black belt from Sean Williams and Enzo. And then, you know what I mean? That's it from there. Man, that's tight, dude. So, so, so you're, you are, are you located in the East Coast now or? I'm in Pittsburgh. I train Pittsburgh. in Pittsburgh. Yeah, okay. That's my but I'm also in L.A. every month for about two weeks to train, too. I'm usually out there with either. Um, That's I nice. train out there with Sean Williams or Kron. I'm out that way. Sean and w- shout out to Kron Tracy, too, man. He always open arms. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, man. And Sean's been on the on the show before earlier on. And uh, Kron's been on a couple times. That's outstanding, yeah. man. It's uh, it's yeah. pretty amazing when you when you kind of find out about jiu-jitsu and then you realize there's this whole community that's running like an underground community that you didn't even know existed. You, you know, it's, what, it's crazy, Man. right? It's like, yo, all you people been doing, like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I started as a white belt. And it's not like, I've only been doing it for a year, like a year and a half now or something like that. And are you almost two, it'll be two years in like October or something. So as a white belt, I'm sitting here looking at all these people who are brown belts. So I'm like, so you guys didn't know about this? Yeah. Like, it's just wild. Like, and I love it, man. Like, the people I train with, it bridges so many gaps. Like, because everybody's on the mat. Nobody is. You, you don't see what, what the person is, like, outside of that gym. You just see your training partner in the gi, or this motherfucker's about to choke my ass. Yeah. Like, that's it. Dude. That's all you see. There's no, there's no fucking lies, man. The mat doesn't lie. You can't, like... You can try to buffalo your way through shit outside of it, but you eventually got to roll, you got to spar, and it always tells the truth. You know what I mean? Uh, I fucking love yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Um, 
completely know what you meant. <laughs> we, we we had a student who signed up at our academy in Stockton, and he 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 was like our first sign up when we opened the new spot. And uh, he he trained with us for a while, and he was like he's trained with us still. You know, he got his blue belt recently, but he 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 wasn't aware of like this underground jujitsu world until he came. Uh, my partner and I we were on a fight to win card in February over in Richmond, and and so this student Lucas he came, and he was sitting down in this crowd, and there's like hella people and lights and music, and people are like drinking, a couple of girls smoking. There's girls that watch jujitsu now, watching jujitsu, and yeah, because I'm doing it now. And Lucas, Lucas <laughs> was the only like, reason, you know, that's the only fucking reason. Lucas was his mind was blowing. He's like, what the fuck? This shit's been going on under my nose all this time, and I had no idea about it. Yeah, man, it's crazy, man. Like, and then the people you meet, man, it's cool too. Oh, like yesterday, man, I forgot. Yesterday, I was actually training with Cyborg Abreu down here. I'm in Miami. Right oh now. shit, nice, man. Are, are you? Yeah. Does he still have the jujitsu hotel thing set up down there? Like, he had a little. Uh, he used to have uh, like some units or some shit you could actually like stay and train. Oh, okay, well that makes sense. Then I wasn't sure what I was around this gym, but Cyborg has the nicest gym I've seen, man. Oh my. God. Yeah. I was, and he got like a little acai, like, um, <laughs> fucking counter upstairs where he makes his, he's got his own acai business and shit. So I felt like I was really a Brazilian yesterday. You know what I mean? What a I gimmick. One- <laughs> what a gimmick. Weed, jujitsu, and acai. <laughs> what a fucking gimmick. Selling, and surfing. Selling, and there will be, there will be major acai at the high rollers tournament, guys. Just so uh, y'all know. Oh, yeah. Acai. There has uh, to be. There'll be arm wrestling competitions for the uh for the for the competitors, pull up bars, you know what I mean? Gotta be high to do everything. That is you gotta be high to do everything. Lon, that's and awesome. we have uh, we have a dad bar, like a giant bar just for dad men. We have different lounges with different setups in there. Strippers. Uh, hey man, uh look, I ain't gonna say no yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cause my man, my man who owned Bang Bros, of porn of is right, right, like a couple floors down. We've been talking, so that, we, that man, we'll that see. man is a god to me. <laughs> really? Oh man, I wish I'd have known that I hadn't come in here. Like that's my dog. We just we bust up all the that's time. The, that's that's what Inside BJJ needs to move in that direction. <laughs> oh man, J- hey dude, just the name Inside BJJ. Everybody, nobody knows what the BJJ is that doesn't train, you know. And then they always see Inside BJ. And immediately, yeah. like, what the fuck is this? What is that? Like, yeah. you, it's like, oh man, <laughs> I want to be the guy. Hey, man, that, with the PJ <laughs> I, I just want to be the guy that says, um, you know, well, you know, I could take this video and I can show it to my producers. Um, you <laughs> can make to... anywhere from a hundred dollars to three thousand dollars a day. But the thing is, they got to know that you can act on command. That you could follow directions. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that you can follow directions. You can follow directions. So you know, I could ask you to uh, alphabetize these files that need. They're to not be just going to hire away, a pretty face. But instead, I'm going to ask you to suck my dick. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on, first shot. <laughs> So, but hey, that cyborg man, his his setup in Florida. It, the last time I talked to him, it sounded nice, dude. Like you could go there and stay there for a few days, like a week or whatever. He had a spot where you could basically spend the night, bed, bathroom, all this shit. You could train at the academy. Then he would take you across the street. You could surf. You could do all kinds of cool shit, man. Man, well, I just got to still be the same place because when I pulled up there, I was looking like, damn, this is like. You know what I mean? It got like a like this gate and, and once it opened, I'm like, damn, this is jujitsu or like a boutique. And 
I went in that motherfucker, man. It was, it was. I wanted to do jujitsu, but I really wanted to just stand there and look around and just go, God Are damn. Are hot chicks to roll with there? <laughs> uh, it was a bunch of big burly men up in that motherfucker. Cause uh, it was, uh, fuck that place. <laughs> the, the Miami Open, the Miami Open was uh, yesterday, and they was all getting ready for that. So it, it was pretty much everybody was competing. Man, Cyborg's a beast too, dude. Cyborg's really, yeah, really it, fucking good. Yo, man. it's crazy because he, he literally crazy. showed me something that I'm going to use, I guarantee, for my jiu-jitsu from this day on. And it was just the littlest hand movement and, like, a, a grip alteration. And it just changed everything for me. I'm like, holy shit. Your mind. I feel like, my, yeah, I feel like a new level just opened up to me, man. You feel that way forever, dude. I, I started training in 2005, and, you know, I the whole way I've always felt like I sucked. Because I keep coming across guys, I'm like, dude, how was this guy so good? How did how did he show me this? I didn't even know this. I had no idea you could do it like this or do it like that. And and even when I got to black belt, I put it on and I felt like, dude, they're gonna come take it away from me. Like the Gracies are gonna show up at my house and they're gonna be like, we understand you've been wearing a fraudulent black belt because it's just there's so much to fucking know, man. It's it's crazy. Yeah. And you end up circling back to these really basic ideas. But with a way better understanding of them now. I don't know what know? this guy's talking about. This guy's a wizard. Every day he shows me thirty-five different ways to do the move that I do. Thirty-five different Man. ways to do it better. I think like Hammer House, squeeze and pull, and, just, <laughs> you know what I mean? and, and bite down. You know? <laughs> That's what we say in the Hammer House, and he shows me thirty-five different angles to make it way more deadly. It's, it's amazing. I'm like, oh, that shit is crazy, it's man. Like it, it's. It's, yeah, man, it's unbelievable, man. It's like the most nonstop chess game in the world, like with the human body. It, it is, man. It, and, the, and like I said, like it's so crazy because there's so many different styles of jiu-jitsu. Like I'm from the Midwest, so I come from basically wrestling, transitioning into jiu-jitsu. You know what I mean? And then you come out here, and you got all the guys who like the guards and uh, the, you know what I mean, and all the like milky guys, like the Planet guys who like to do all that crazy shit. And it, it like it's all different. Like it's like it's evolving. East Coast yeah. jiu-jitsu, Midwest jujitsu, uh, fucking West Coast jujitsu is like it's like different languages, but they all go together once you get the uh, you know what I mean. Put yeah. them in the same pot. like a different dialect, huh? the, the, the same the, language. The it's trippy, man. The thing that's good about jujitsu yeah. and wrestling for me is that like any 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 body like body type can, can, can do it. There's a way for yeah. any kind yeah. of body type. You know, in certain sports, you have to be tall. You have to be yeah. a certain body type, a certain build. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu, you can have any body type, and you can, and you can work. You, you know, can develop yeah. a game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you that can. Is, for your, yeah, for your own style. True. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah, that, that's one part that I, I really like about it. And then and then the other thing you hit on that it really, man, like especially there's so much fucking bullshit in the world today, man. Nobody can get along with anybody over anything. When you come to jujitsu, nobody gives a fuck what your last name is, how much is in your bank account, unless you're the school owner, uh, you know, or like, uh, what do you do for Say a living? Do, you know, fuck, dude. I've been on, yeah. I've been on the mats, uh, no shit, lawn, with guys that were in law enforcement who who was looking for this other guy who ended up coming to the academy and training on the same mat together. And the dude that was in law enforcement was like, "Hey, when you're in, like, when you're on these mats, I'm not fucking with you. Even though I'm supposed to arrest you and I've been looking for you, 
while you're here, I don't give a fuck, man. But if I if I catch you like on the streets tomorrow, I have to arrest you. But you come in and we train together. We're cool. It's fucking insane. That's some crazy shit. So listen, it's funny because I was about to say like, man, it's crazy to me because like I'm not gonna lie, like I, I wasn't like no no angel before I like what so so I um so like like my training partners it sometimes it still blow my mind that one of my main training partners like a uh police and the other one's a DEA, one's a ATF, one's a US Marshal. So you get out of everything. You know what I'm saying? And they know what they I all, do. You know don't have to say it, but they all smoke weed. <laughs> they all be like, hey, they be like, you know what I mean? They hit me up all the time. They be like, Well, listen, before I had this, ooh, that's all they say. Ooh. I was like, I understand. I understand what you said. <laughs> yeah, it's uh but, it's amazing, right? I mean it's a it's a really cool world. And I think I think what you're doing is so interesting. Because the the cool thing that's been going on in jujitsu, like like the underground underground part of jujitsu, is the sub only nogi world. It's like taking on a life of its own, and it's good, but it, it's good, but it should be takedown wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we know, we know, we know, we know. That's stupid. We know. Get your back. No, no, man. Nerd we know. Stuff. God damn it, Phil. Phil we know. Phil's like, <laughs> Sorry, fuck yeah, takedown. But but listen, man. The gi side of the game has kind of been the same. It's just been like IBJJF tournaments and same shit, same shit, same shit. Then you come along and you're like, look, I am going to reach across the aisle and I'm going to unite the fucking sub-only, super cool, you know, no-gi grapplers, get high and fucking do leg locks, and I'm going to bind them together with the gi players, and we're going to have a fucking event where you got to be high when you roll, and we're going with EBI rules, but you got to wear a gi. It's but, beautiful. But, but, but the takedown wins in overtime. <laughs> I'm Phil. Phil, I'm sorry, Phil. That was my original. That was the original, Phil. Sorry, man. Man, it's, that was the original. it's an and awesome it thing, happened. though, Lon. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, it didn't just happen. Matter of fact, I was at Bellator, and... I was at the Bellator where uh, it was Rory McDonald against, who was it, Lamas, I believe. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rory took that fucking leg kick, and you seen his calf muscle, like, move around to the front, man. Mm-hmm. He kicked him, pow, that shit moved. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, um, so uh, I was there, and Eddie Bravo happened to be in the crowd, and, like, me and Wiz was walking over to, and I was going to go introduce Wiz to Eddie York however you want to look at it or whatever and some dude was just over there looked like he was just fucking bugging the shit out of Eddie bro just like I was like you know what I'm not even going to do it so we were like had it be landing to him and then we just seen it we both seen it you know what I mean Cause yeah like Wiz is Wiz and he knows who he is and shit but he's still I mean that's still my little cousin and then he's still like an honorable dude he's like alright that's Eddie Bravo black belt this this and this so you know what I mean he's going to humble himself yeah so, yeah we see that we just both looked at each other like, all right, let's go sit the fuck back down. He looks pissed right now, and <laughs> and I just uh, and then uh, he uh, I I hit him. He said something on Instagram. I hit him. I was like, hey man, like me and Wiz was coming over to say hi or something, but we just didn't want to bug you. And he hit me back like, what the fuck? Like I would love to met Wiz or something. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just, uh, I didn't want to, like, do that shit, but then it happened, uh, my man Matt hit him up and was like, hey, Eddie, we have this tournament, you know what I'm saying, we want to, you think you would want to be involved or some shit like that? We were just like, hey, fuck it. But this motherfucker called back in, like, three oh, yeah. minutes, it was like, yep. Dude. I was like, oh, shit. 
I gotta say like this Eddie Bravo. about That's Eddie. Crazy. He he provides very very good customer service, dude. He fucking returns calls. He returns texts. He's prompt. He's like the anti stoner. You know what I mean? He's he's fucking yeah. awesome, yeah. dude. He's a he's exactly. a good dude, man. Eddie's a That's real. What I mean. It's a functional stoner. No, nah, man. You know what, Eddie? <laughs> on, honestly, man, I really feel this way. When I started jujitsu, there was a lot of bullshit about Eddie Bravo. He's a fraud. He's a this. He's a that. Because he beat Hoyler. That's why. Yeah, because he, he, yeah, like a lot of people hated no, him. he's a good heel. He's a good heel. <laughs> and, he's a good heel. Uh, I, I know him forever. He, 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 was, he was around. He, I remember him in, a, in a early UFCs. He was, he, he was around. He worked on Joe the production. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was the interviewer or something and he was also the they would he, he was he was a backstage interviewer yes and, he, and the reason he stopped doing it was because he because he, he wanted the corner one of his dudes and he said either you corner him or you keep this job yeah. you corner this dude no There's eddie dude about, he's a good dude eddie has always been totally totally a good upstanding dude man just at my yeah. interactions with him he's been fucking legit dude so when people talk shit about him I'm, I just look at him like, dude, I don't know what fucking Eddie Bravo you're talking about because that's not the, you know, that's not the dude I know, man. So that, that's awesome, Word. dude. Exactly. You know, I'm like that about... Uh, he fried. He does a jiu-jitsu <laughs> tricks to weed. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. I'm man. like... I'm the same way like about Nate, man. Yeah, I hate when motherfuckers be talking about Hey, I don't know. That's the nicest dude in the fucking world. I'm ready to punch somebody in the face, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like a public, public persona and then when you meet him in real life, it's like... Not that. Yeah, definitely. You're like, but, so what happens is like you have this public persona that Nate might punch you in the face, you know, and you meet him in real life and he punches you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like Matt, Matt, and I. I remember Matt when, when we lived together, and this was like in '99. Matt comes home and he goes, "Dude, there's this teenager. He's 16 or 17. I think it was 16 or 17. His name's Nick Diaz." And he fucked me up, man. I rolled with him today, and he kept tapping me. And, and you know what I said? You said he broke your arm. That's what you said. You even made it worse than Just what once. It, you said. He broke my arm. You were all upset. Pop my elbow. Popped your elbow. <laughs> like I said, I mean, because we're in Stockton, man. We everybody knew everybody. You, you know what I'm saying? And and yeah. I, and I've said this before. Like the first time I ever went to jujitsu, I walked in like I didn't know anybody. I had sweatpants on and like a Hanes T-shirt. You know, it was just like fucking. I was a moron, dude. And uh, I said, I'm here to train. And they're like, you got to go talk to Nick. I knew who Nick was. He wasn't as quite as famous as he is now, but he still had fought, you know. And uh, I went over to him and said, hey, I want to train jiu-jitsu. And he's like, well, there's not a class today. Um, but if you want to train, I'll give you a private lesson for free right now. He gave me a fucking one-hour private lesson for free. My first day in jiu-jitsu. My first experience ever. So, yeah, those guys, are like, they're hella legit, dude. They're, they're good dudes. I wish oh, they would yeah. come on the show. How come you didn't stay with them then if they gave you a free private lesson? You know why I didn't stay with them? I'm going to tell you why. Because they're not very punctual, and they're not very good at keeping a schedule. And, like, dude, I'm married. Like I got this. kids. I got shit to do. I can't fucking, like, guess when they're going to show up to train, man. I got to be there. Like, it's got to <laughs> Bro, next time I'm there, Who, next who's time your I'm coach? There, you definitely have a Brazilian do. coach, did you? Who was your coach? My coach? Yeah. In jiu-jitsu? Yeah. Uh, I had a Japanese coach at yeah, first. Yeah, definitely was a Brazilian. Yeah, no, I didn't. Because yeah, <laughs> he would never be there on time. <laughs> yeah. Never. No. Never. That's right. <laughs> well, hey, what were you saying, Lon? Brazilian people are the only people who make black people like we always know on time. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. I was like, man, I love my Brazilian friends. They make me look good when it comes to being punctual. Oh, dude. Bra- <laughs> Brazilians, they don't miss it by a couple hours. They miss shit by a couple days, dude. You know, it's like. Yeah, no, uh, true. 
It's true. Oh, shit, man. I, I know, man. That's insane. That's just crazy. So, but, yeah, uh, I like yeah, that, say, too. Thai style. Next time, look, next time I'm around, I get uh, Nate and them in the car or something, I'm just like, yeah, guys, we're going for a ride. We're going to start smoking. Then I'm just pull right up to the studio. We're just going to come in there. Boom. That's what's up right there, we'll man. Just, I'm going to kidnap their asses and we'll come do it. That's <laughs> hey, Lon, man, thanks for coming on the show, dude. I want to remind our listeners they could check out the High Rollers BJJ tournament. It's coming up June 10th. It's live on Be Real TV. It is a big and mighty productions event. It's got music by DJ Bonix. It's at the Nexus Social Lounge in Los Angeles. So if you're in the area and you love jujitsu and you love weed, which is like, a, I mean, all those three things go together, um, you got to check it out, man. It's going to have Hanato Laranja is the official MC. He's always a stand-up dude, fucking great performer. Meet and greet with Nick Diaz. Great, uh, great matches, great lineups, man. It's a it's a really awesome thing, and you can compete in it. There's plenty of slots available. That, that which yeah, is fucking still available. Amazing, dude. This is what's so amazing. Yeah. About what what weight is um Crazy Horse at competing at? I think it. Uh, you said what weight or what, what weight? Rank? What weight? It's all weight? open, right? Yeah, it's all open class. Phil, I think he's like, yeah. don't you possess a blue belt? Yes. When is this? It's in June. June tenth. June 10th. It's a Sunday. I made sure there was nothing to do that day. Right after BKB. I have a blue so it's right after World. Like, I'm just right saying. after World and before EDI. Yeah, we'll we'll talk. Yeah. Hey, Phil's got a blue belt. Crazy Horse got a blue belt. Maybe they both end up in the tournament together. <laughs> That'd be awesome, man. <laughs> uh, hey, man, you never know, man. There's a lot of, like, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of UFC and Bellator guys hitting me up. Someone they about to enter and everything. I'm like, hey, guys, just go ahead. Yeah, that's man. We didn't even talk about the uh, first place prize. But oh, yeah. If you guys know about it, know about it. If not, no, hit it. Man. What's the first place prize? Hit us up, man. What's up with it? Look, we'll just say it's a, uh, it's, it's a very nice pillow. We'll just put it like that. A very nice pillow? <laughs> it's a pillow. We'll just say it's a nice pillow. All right. Of, uh, all right. Yeah. Trust me. It's a first place prize. No stoner in his life with Ever not want to win? <laughs> we'll just put it like this: if this, if the first place place prize, this first place prize, I will pay a thousand dollars to sign up for this competition if I knew I could win that prize. Oh goddamn! Well, this sounds important. Now I'm signing up. If <laughs> you should, man. Hey, uh, if you guys want to follow Big Lawn, you can check him out uh, on Instagram: Big Lawn Four Twelve. Big Lawn with two ends. Where do you sign up at? Is it there? 412. There's an Eventbrite link. Um, yeah, I think the best way to get to the tournament, uh, if you wanna, if you wanna sign up and you're listening, is just to Google like High Rollers BJJ, and the very top links are for uh, the Eventbrite uh, registration page. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, that's I, I think that's the best it. way to get it. So, hey, uh, so and just to, just to throw the little teaser on there a little more, cash prize value for first place is six thousand dollars. God damn, that's good, man. I, I think you're doing a great thing, man. I can't wait to check this out. I think it's going to be fantastic. I think you're on to something big time, Lon. Thank you, man. It's not going to stop here, just so you know. You know what I mean? I got, because uh, I kind of messed up. I got a lot of ladies getting at me. They're like, dude, why didn't you put a ladies division? And I'm like, I'm sorry. And then I got a lot of Tim Planet guys like, Dude, no, no, where dude. the fuck is the nosey? You got fucking Phil uh-huh. upset about the takedown thing. Everyone's yeah, then we got the takedown. You don't even have one thing under your belt yet, and everyone's all pissed. <laughs> well, no, I know, man. I got your back, big line. He's going to make that move. He's going to make the big move. I got Do your the back. Right thing. <laughs> hey, Joe uh, Schilling, 
Joe Schilling is trying to he's like, dude, I need a combat jujitsu match. Put it in there. I'm like, oh, we no, got it. Joe. It's right. right. Here. We got Joe right Schilling, Belberoni. We got right it. Right here. There's the match. Here Come, let's go. do it. <laughs> do it right now. <laughs> nice. Joe, Joe's a good thing. Joe. You said Joe Schilling, right? Yeah. You and him and Phil are very good friends. That'd be a very well, easy fucking match. call Joe and tell him that's that note. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> so tough, man. Like, also, shout out to Joe Schilling because, I mean, he's not, like, all over this or nothing, but Joe's actually done a lot of shit, like, behind the scenes as far as, like, helping with advice or, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. just a lot, for real. Like, he's doing a, a, a lot, you know what I mean? And, and he's not asking for shit, just, just being a homie and shit. Yeah, yeah. Nice, man. So that's dope. So thank him. And, uh, my guy, Matt, Matt Sardis, that's my partner on this. You got, you got a little Matt? I don't know Matt. No, what's his last name again? Started is usually with Nate. Nate are doing some shit. You know what I mean? He's like, um, next guy in Vegas and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Mighty know. Matt. Yeah, I, 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 I've probably seen him online and stuff, but I don't know him. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you uh, hit, him, hit him up on Instagram and everything. That's my partner in this. He's the, he's the uh, nice. yeah, he's the guy on the phone when I'm coming up with all the crazy ideas and shit. <laughs> nice man. Hey, uh, thanks for taking the time, dude. Hey, stick around for a second when we hang up. Uh, I want to talk to you real quick. <laughs> Yeah, man, no doubt, man. Thank you guys right. for having me, man. Yep. Hey, thanks a lot. Uh, make sure you check out High Rollers BJJ. Get in on it while you can. All right, we'll be right back with more Inside BJJ. Do you do you ha- you have a blue belt? <laughs> he does. Yeah. Well, if you don't, we'll give you one. No, <laughs> the cool thing about having having your own gym is you could promote people and just like, hey, he's a blue belt now. There you go. You got it. How much on money? You get first. I mean, come on, dude. Phil, th- there's, you're past the blue belt. I'm a black belt. Yeah, you're fucking really good, dude. You really are, man. Thanks. Your wrestling is fucking legit, dude. It's very legit. And you're very hard to deal with. I've been rolling since 2000. Yeah, you, you, you have against, a lot of skills, dude. the best guys. Yeah, you know? you're fucking good, dude. Thank you. You, you are. Thank you could feel it. You can feel it. I'm not the best black belt in the world, obviously, but like. I can tell now, dude. When I roll with guys that are like good versus guys that are really good, it's hard to explain, but you feel it, dude. Because every fucking thing you do is a battle. Nothing's easy against guys that are really good. Like nothing, dude. Their awareness is so fucking good. That's my so, yeah. style too. Yeah, your, your top pressure is like Thanks. fuck, dude. Thanks. I was telling him this. I think he's got he's got more weapons. Like maybe when he was younger, he 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 was knocking guys out, but I think he's got a lot more weapons right now. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai. I just want to box everybody. I wanted to be like Chuck Liddell, but I, I always, like, I, when I needed to, I took down Omar Sulov and pounded them out. Yeah. I, I could have pounded out everybody, yeah. I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wanted to box everybody. Yeah, you I think I could have pounded right? out everybody. Like, Lin-Lin, put- I could have pounded them out, but I let them out. Yeah. So I wanted to knock them out boxing. I mean, that's a long time ago, but yeah. all those guys, I let them up. That's crazy, dude. You know what I mean? I could have pounded them out. But I don't know. That's fucking crazy. So what what's up what's up next for you guys, man? Maybe a bare knuckle boxing um, against the same, Matt Lagler, mm-hmm. same guy rematch. Bare knuckle though, nice. Possibly depending on the and, you know, and, details. What, I don't. Are you guys gonna do it back in San Diego? Like, no, uh, I wish back east. You guys gotta do it like in a neutral area. Yeah, like was way back east somewhere. Like, like fucking yeah, like in the Midwest or something. Maybe King of the Cage, possibly or whatever, man. Any grappling match, pro yeah. wrestling. You got like, some. You trying got, to get Chuck. He's trying to get Chuck Liddell, possibly Chuck Liddell fight, well, Vitor you, fight. You, you see this Oscar De La Hoya's like signed Chuck Liddell, and he's signed. T- I guess the rumor is it's going to be Tito and Chuck. Should be me though. He already beat Tito. So 
I mean, but that's fuck, dude. It's great. Some people are like, oh, Oscar De La Hoya, he's a it bitch. Should be my fight. I think it's fucking great that he's promoting fights, yeah, dude. Yeah, good. You, you, yeah, dude. You, you, you should get do it. the same fucking I, fight Listen, three times. honestly, I'd, first, I'd, I would rather first, see you, dude. His first fight out the gate shouldn't be the same fight. You know what? I'd like to see you fight Chael. I'll smash him, too. I think that'd be, that'd a, be a great a fucking fight, fight dude. The, the marketing and the promotion behind that could be pretty oh, good. It'd be fucking brilliant, dude. You against Chael? It'd be an easy fight for me, though. It'd be great, dude. What if uh, Frank comes out of retirement? You fight Frank. It'd be Shane, an easy fight for me, too. That'd I took awesome. him down every, 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 every round. I could have pounded him out. Was it, was this the one where you were hurt though? Yeah, your groin was fucked groin. up. That's when you're, could, dude, I'm I dealing with the. I couldn't stay on top. Dude, my knees, I couldn't. I'm dealing with the groin injury right now. It's been like six months in. It sucks, dude. You was, can't hold your guard. I closed. was cortisoning my, my groin up for like damn, two dude. months, and then it tore in the fight. Oh shit! I ducked the... God damn, dude. That's so right. I couldn't move. Yeah, yeah. Matt, you got any pro wrestling lined up, dude? I think I, he's uh, Phil's wrestling in Modesto. What about you? What about Big I, MF? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe maybe next week in Manteca. I'm trying to give you some pop, dude. That's good, Thank dude. Thank you for that. I'm really proud of your pro wrestling, dude. I really, I swear to God I am, dude. It's like when I went and watched you at the Amos really, Club. Hold on a minute. I, I just smoked some weed. And I was being a bitch. I was fine. Nothing was fucking hurting me. What <laughs> the fuck am I talking about? Listen, man. What the fuck am I talking about? When, when, you guys, when you did the Amblers Club show, you know? Yeah. Like, obviously, Phil, you were the main event, right? Your match was awesome. Thanks. But just in terms of, like, family pride to see Matt, dude. Aw, <laughs> oh, dude. I almost teared up, man. I was like, I was fucking excited. He's dude. good, right? He's good, too. It's fuck. He's great, dude. It's awesome, man. It's It's been really fucking fun watching you, watching you wrestle, do all that cool shit. Wrestling. Wrestling. Um, of course it's been fun for you, loser. So, uh, yeah, man. Oh, real quick. I got to give, it's into the show, but I got to give, you know, big props to Carl Sims and the crew out at Proving Grounds up in Utah, man. They really took care of uh, me and Rich, and they put on a fucking good event, dude. They're, this is the fourth one they did. Their events are getting better. They're getting more sponsors. There's some of those guys that they have out there are really fucking good, dude. Like they're, they're in Utah, they're no joke, dude. Uh, one of Eddie's guys, Keith uh, Kororkian, I can't pronounce his last name very well, ended up winning the purple belt division. He came up from like Los Angeles or somewhere and looked really good. But man, uh, this fucking great competition, dude. I lost my super fight in overtime. Exactly what you're saying, Phil. EBI rules. The guy got my back on the. He, I escaped the first time. Then I got his back. He escaped. Then he got on my back again, and he ended up getting the choke. But and, when you when you wrestled him, did he ever did he ever come close to getting your back in the he, match? No. So why no. would you? Why would he ever start that? It makes absolutely no it's, sense. It's overtime though. It's stupid. It's like a penalty. It goes. Look, if you guys can't finish each other, we're going to sudden death. Boom. We're taking. Why, it. why in that position? I don't know. I well, you could pick like arm lock. You could be in the spider web. What about if they started you and well, you want to go standing, but then there's no sub, but there's, there's not a submission. Boxing. You could you could add punches. <laughs> what I want to do uh, is because I like to read. I want to have like a trivia contest. Uh, is the final part like you have to grapple and they shout out trivia questions and then if you you miss a question you lose. If, if, if it's sub only, if it's sub only, there's no time limit. You know what I mean? That's the Everybody best. Everybody hates that, but no, I don't the, hate that. That, that, that. That's the real that's deal. That's the best. That, that's the best. Yes. Sub no only. Time limit. No you better time be limit. in shape. You better pace yourself. There's a lot of smarts involved. And penalty. You got to have some way of penalizing their purse if they stall. 
So if the ref gives you a warning, he gives you another warning. Yeah, then it'll be fucking. Then, then if you had a Brazilian ref, they'll be fucking taking all your money. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No Brazilian refs, dude. We already know you can't have a Brazilian ref. <laughs> but uh, no, man, I had a great time. Rich, Rich uh, lost his match as well against Lucas Montoya. He did. He was a real good match, dude. He fucking. They both had each other in some very precarious positions. They're both really tough, man. And Lucas. Um, sat into a real nice leg lock and it was deep and Rich was like, I'm not taking chances. He just kinda, you know, rehabbed a knee injury previously and he just said, Fuck it. But it, it was it was good, man. It was a fun time up there. And if you're up in Utah, you gotta check out the proving grounds. And if you're just a jujitsu listener and you haven't like checked these dudes out, these guys are running a sub-only EBI rules tournament in that region of the country, and they're bringing in really good talent, and they're kicking ass at doing it, and they're going on their fifth show now. So that's fucking pretty rad, man, because in the past, you know, guys would throw one show, and then they'd be out. That'd be it. No more. So they did a good job. Not bad. It wasn't their best show. Their announcer was really good this time. <laughs> like, he was professional. He didn't mispronounce any names. He wasn't, like... He didn't yell too much or anything like that. He wasn't he like on anybody's watch. He wasn't trying to get a bunch of free drunk. freebies and perks while he was he wasn't there. Like, like uh, high level sports cars. Yeah, and when he was in the room, he didn't like order a bunch of porno like the whole night, like seventy two dollars worth of porno. Who does movies, that? You know, I don't know. Do people still do that? No, in the hotel? nobody orders porn. Just go on Wi Fi, right? <laughs> I guess. I guess. I ordered yeah. it by accident. <laughs> yeah, how many of those do you get away with, though? I my kid did I was just this. Pressing I didn't know the button, just ordered it somehow. Yeah, yeah, but man, I'm not it, paying for this though. Come on, it it was a good time, man, and I really appreciate the chance to get out there. And thank you guys for coming to my party last night, man. Forty years old, god damn it, we're all forty plus here, right here. Man, that's crazy. There's a lot of a lot of how 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 many years have you been grappling, Phil? I mean, you 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 were wrestling, dude. Seventh grade, high school. Jesus Christ, that's a Seventh lifetime, grade. man. And you, when did you start going to the Lions Den? 99? 99? You don't want to talk ago. about yourself? That's no, interesting. Usually modest, you're very self-promoting. Very modest person. <laughs> this is like, if he says how long he went, then it's like, that guy's been training yeah. for oh, you're worried. years. You're not good enough? Not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I just started training a couple of years ago. It, so that's a lot of experience. Just at this table, there's probably like 60 years of grappling experience. That's kind of fucking crazy you know you know what i mean when you really think about it so uh taking on all comers in the 209 everything's coming full, full circle too it's just it amazes me how much grappling because i don't consider myself a jujitsu guy anymore i just consider myself a grappler because i think if you really want to be good at grappling you have to do all of it you have to be strong you have to you have to be able to do takedowns you have to be able to do throws you have to be able to do submissions leg locks escape all of it you got to do all of it man you got to do all of it just needed to just bend press a lot and be strong. All those moves are easy. <laughs> Didn't even need to train. Just stay in the weight room. Uh, hey, I did find that uh, video from Sam. You want me to play it as our outro? Yeah, yeah, okay. This is from last night, the, la the party last night. But, but did, did he, he, he didn't say anything that he would regret. I don't think so. I can't, it's hard to remember. It's hard to All recall. Right. Well, Sam sent me the video. I'm just going to play the audio from it since we don't have a... So Sam's drinking scotch. You know, it's his birthday. It's and he had never really taken a full shot of scotch before. Sam hadn't. Never taken a full shot. Yeah, and and as far as I could tell, neither have you. You know, um, it's pretty strong. You I guys think. are, you guys, for all, as much as you guys ham it up about how much you could do to hold my liquor, you guys are kind of pussies, man. Okay, here we go. You're a real alcoholic. You have a liquor cabinet in your house. Watch, here we go. 
live. Now recording. It's not live on anything but your phone, and it's not going to ever go anywhere but your phone. It is. How? Tell me right now, how are you going to upload it? To what account? To the internet. Sam Gone Green? Nobody looks at that. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to see this, dude. Ah, I just sat down and found a seat. Whoa. Now this I is, need this. This Hold has on. been aged for 18 years, dude. That's why. I fucking bit. That's why it's strong. Holy shit. Okay, you're going to put that up, too. <laughs> Tell brother. Look at you. <laughs> Your eyes got watery. <laughs> Look at Sam. <laughs> you're going to cry? He started crying. That's what you get for kicking the vent sand at the What the fuck is this? <laughs> is, this a, is this a Mexican scotch with spices? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> wow! You play a wow! Whoa! Fuck! <laughs> That's his front door. Oh man! Hear the sirens? Hear the fucking sirens? Woo. All right. Woo. Well, I don't think you're holding the camera well enough, but. Cheers. Happy 40th birthday. Happy 40th birthday. <laughs>